God, it's so different being on the other end. <laughs> I'm like stiff. I got to loosen up here, and Faisal's got me. <laughs> Welcome to The Exchange. I'm Faisal Carmeli, and I'm here with Zach Hussein. He is the owner of the best podcast out there, I think at least, Canadian podcast. Zach, welcome to the show. Thank you, Faisal, for having me. Thank you for coming. I think this is fantastic. One thing I really love about your podcast is the different type of individuals that come on your show. Some are entrepreneurs, some are artists, some have ties to the city, so on and so forth. I think that's where there's depth of understanding and knowledge, and that's why I wanted to bring you here today. What I have here today is a bunch of previous guests on my show with their tips and advice. But I want your tips and advice on theirs because I think what you have is a well-rounded understanding of not only marketing and business, but also how it impacts the bigger world. And I think this is where entrepreneurs and business owners will see a big benefit from that. So I'd really love for your opinion. Well, thank you for having me. How long have you been doing the, the podcast show for? January 2021. So it's been fairly recent in regards to the number of years, but the volume and the, the amount of reach that you have is phenomenal. I love it. There's some things that people don't know about you, at least it's not shown on your podcast or on any of your social media immediately. What's the real job? What's the real business that you have so people can have a better understanding of that? Sure. So I'm in digital marketing, obviously, and uh, in more in software development and technology. I also have a, a media company that focuses on social media, mainly Instagram, YouTube, and about 200 to 300 accounts we have right now. How awkward is it for you being on the other side of the camera where you're getting interviewed? Versus- Very awkward. <laughs> so different. It's so different. It really being is. On this side, it's easy for me to ask you all the questions, but when I'm on that seat and I'm getting all the questions, it's a bit different. So relax. Don't worry. Yes. We've got experts here who've given us Perfect. their piece, Thank you. but I want your expert opinion for our audience as sure. well. Let's do that. How does a business owner get a celebrity to use or try their product so they can get more reach? Oh, that's the question. That is the million dollar question that everyone asks. They're like, how did you do it? How did you get out of Hillary Duff? Well, a whole lot of tenacity is the first answer to that question. And every business owner knows this, but when you're giving away product, it's like, ah, you know what that costs, you know the margin, you're like, oh, it's tough. But I, you really do have to double down and invest and smartly. So for us, we've always had a seeding program where we seed influencers, we seed celebrities, we do it usually through PR agencies. But really, um, in our situation, we just made a lot of friends and they're influencers, yes, but it was based on a real organic relationship. Those are some tips that worked for me anyway. So let's talk about collaboration because you've seen a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners collaborate. And part of your business, I would assume that you introduce collaboration as part of a growth strategy. What are your thoughts about collaboration now with all these influencers and so right. forth out there? I think it definitely has changed that landscape. You know, as a business, I think people need to be aware of who that influencer is. So is it actually genuinely coming across? So if I was selling protein powder, it doesn't make sense. You know? <laughs> but the, on the other hand, I love country music. And it's um, interesting to see that from you know, an ethnic individual, but the CCMAs brought me on to showcase all of the country music awards that was going on here in our city. I did not know that. In September. Yeah. You're a country music fan. I am. What got you into country music? Oh, I think it was starting one of my first businesses. I had to sell my SUV for a pickup truck and I had to go to small town, Alberta. Okay. And country 105 was playing and 
just fell in love. Just that. fell in love with country yeah. music. So if you were actually to promote a business that the target audience are those who listen to country music, okay? How would you start the collaboration process? So the Canadian Country Music Awards came from Toronto here in our city in September. I reached out to Cody and Sue in Inglewood. I reached out to the Stampede Boot Company. And I said, hey, this is happening. This is what I'm going to be doing. Are you guys interested in working together? You know, they were able to get business from me just highlighting and showcasing, hey, I'm wearing some Western wear. Yeah. If you're in our city, please visit these places and uh, support them. Tell me what your thoughts are on this one. So how do you actually go through the process of getting that research done? Because I think that's the important part to determine if you can actually sell the art that you're creating. There's internal and there's external. Certainly we have the advantage of many of our brewers, many of our employees are our consumers. The value of that feedback is they are on the cutting edge. They know every beer that's out there. They know what all the competitors are doing. They are really in touch with the conversation. So it starts with them internally. Externally, it's a lot harder. We've had situations where we've gone to friends and family and you cannot trust yeah. <laughs> your friends and yeah, family for market research. <laughs> exactly. You have to go outside. Sometimes it's talking to people in the aisles and liquor stores. It's being in touch with customers who are, um, so customers for us would be bar and restaurant owners. It would be the retail chains. Uh, they're the gatekeepers of the consumer. So they have a perspective that isn't always shared. So that's a, a, a group. And I guess the last one would be, you know, we do hold focus groups. Uh, we look to other markets to do a bit of consumer research. So between all of that, you form a perspective. And those perspectives are mitigated by also how we, we launch beer. Mm -hmm. One of the key things that bothers me about business owners is that they don't do their market research. So let's put the position out like this. You're engaging a brand new business. And you, in your conversation, you realize they have no idea how to do market research. How do you help them get to the point where you need so that you can use your skills and you can help that business, whatever they, their objectives are? Think globally, act locally. Hmm. So understand what's going out in the world, not just in your local landscape. Figure out what's happening in Europe and, and then bring it back here. You know, there's so many breweries here. How do you stand apart? How do you, you know, is it content that you need? Is it a better flavor? What exactly is that thing? And I think if that business owner is ready to listen, yeah, you can open that conversation. And feels like, you know, we have uh, five fingers, I would say, and in between those fingers is this imaginary gray area. And I think there's magic there. And I think if, if we look there, you can really connect dots. So if you're a lawyer, for example, how do you gain new clients? Well, perhaps you can see your demographic. Do they like golf? Start a blog or a vlog on golfing. Now you're going to get those people interested in you. Because if you're talking about being a lawyer and no one really cares. You know? No one really cares if you're a lawyer, according to Zach. Just remember that. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I think that's a very good point, especially when you're in a non-tangible business. There's no actual product. product. It's a service or a software as a service, whatever it may be. That's very hard to show value. But if you have connection, mm -hmm. golfers with golfers and so forth, you kind of open up a different type of market that says, hey, I'm, I'm interested. And this is not new. Like, let's no. go back to, I think when you and I were young, the yes. whole concept of going and networking in different groups and associations has always been there. You can kind of do that online and let that group come to you now. Yeah. I think that's pretty That's cool. the power, isn't it? So let me, let me take it from this angle. I have a certain number of people on my social media platform. Pick whichever platform you'd like to pick. Is testing my product or service or getting a focus group off that group of people 
because I'm going to start to market to that group because they've already connected with me. Is that a strategy that you would encourage, discourage, or what would you look at doing differently if, if need be? I would definitely encourage it, yeah. And then I also would take out some ads and see uh, different demographics and play around, you know, A-B test. See which one works and which one bites. Can People. we just dive into that A-B test? Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of business owners out there right now who have no idea what the heck you just said. So when you say A-B test, what are you referring to? So I'll try out a product and see, will they bite and be interested in that product? And if they're not, um, I'll shift the perspective, shift the wording, shift the dynamic, graphics, imaging. You know, you can't just stop and say, well, I put out this product, no one's buying it, done. Change the marketing, change the font, you know, start looking at if you're selling luxury homes, you look at the colors that are associated with it. Is it red and yellow? Probably it's not going to work. But if you're selling food, McDonald's is a hit. The way that I would describe really what you see in the financials is really the shadow of your business. What's really going on there? And that's where it actually comes together, uh, you know, on a page. Uh, and it's in your financials that you often start seeing the risks of your business and maybe even the opportunities, right? Because as you analyze that, you know, you can see where, you, where the growth opportunities are, but also where things don't go well. Every business either has some sort of budget towards marketing. And knowing your financials is one part of what marketing works. So let me paint the picture of this for you, Zach. You have a company that's working with you. They give you a budget that they need, that they have towards marketing. How do you know if they're getting the best value on that dollar when you're marketing? Because this is now knowing how every dollar is being spent. What's the return on investment that, that you would see when you're looking at businesses out there? Because I think a lot of businesses spray and pray. They hope it works out. And as long as they're getting business, they're good with it. But they really don't know what's the bottom ROI on any type of marketing strategy. So based on an ROI, how would you like to give advice to business owners when it comes to their marketing? I think you look at your stats, look at the analytics. And, and you know, again, when it goes back to the A-B testing, you can track how many people are actually purchasing from that ad or from that post and you know really go into the details but before you get there you know figure out is this going to work don't just throw the money at it like you said you know plan it properly it'll work what are a couple of tips that you would give on how to plan it properly who's your audience what is your why and i think now more than ever uh it's not about just saying buy my t-shirt because everybody's selling a t-shirt i mean in the podcast world merch is one thing we have it as well but how do you stand out? What is your why? You know, what's the message you're trying to get out there? Is it mental health? Is it mindset? Is it showing possibility in a world where there's so much darkness right now? Light. So how do you share that with the world? And other than just saying, buy my merch, um, work it through uh, your podcast. You know, work the products, services you do through what, you, what you're trying to share. God, it's so different being on the other end. <laughs> I'm like stiff. I got to loosen up here and... Faisal's got me. <laughs> all right, let's go to the next one. Well, I want to thank you all for joining us today on the Kermali Exchange. Don't forget to hit that notification bell and subscribe. And don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at Faisal Kermali.